There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the Aiken Aiken J. Hey, the Aiken J. on holiday. Oh, this is the Aiken J Daily for all your fish needs. <laughs> um, yeah, Charlie was with me today and he was off. He's uh, back tomorrow. But we had Graham Bell on, didn't we? We did have Graham. The only, the only British skier I could name you. Really? Couldn't, I couldn't name you another what one. What about that? Well, he's going to be in Dancing on Ice. So we wondered if being a skier was any help. And he told us. Uh, David Morrissey came in the studio. Great, yeah. He was Absolutely. fantastic. Liverpool fan. He was on good form. Yeah, really we good. had a bit of a chat. We got the listeners involved, didn't we? we? Really? All sorts of stories about first days, bad first bad days. Bad first days and crap memorabilia. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Great to see you. Lovely to see you, And Paul. since I last saw you as yeah. listeners to your show with Max at the weekend, you've become a fisherman. Well, you? yeah, I'm not going to call myself a fisherman. I've been fishing a few times and I've caught a few perch and I like it very but much. But you've caught the bug, haven't you? I've very much caught the and bug, And it is yes. down at our old friend's uh, Mortimer on Whitehouse. Really. Uh, the show has got under your skin, hasn't it? No, it's got a, you back what, into it. What a brilliant show. And that show's brilliant, Paul, isn't it? Because oh, is. they don't back out of any... Any subject at all, yeah. you know, any uh, mental well-being subject or anything about their past, they share it all and they put it all out there for the benefit of all of us. And they might, they sometimes, it's not about the fishing, is it? That's no. what that's what I've caught onto that show. It's not about the fishing. They, uh, but you like you like solitary fishing. You found you quite like the little bit of you time yeah. that you get when you go down the riverbank. Uh, I, I like I like sit. I like I like get. It's the first thing I've got up. I'm not an early riser, Paul. Yeah, and it's the first thing in my life I've made other than flight. I've made myself get up for. <laughs> well, this is brilliant. Get up and get out and see the sunrise by yeah. the riverbank. It's it really lovely. And, and you can sit with yourself, you know, with obviously with the rod. If you just sat there without the rod, that's that's ridiculous. That, that would a, look weird. Sat there on a fold-up chair <laughs> with I mean, no rod. Just take the rod anyway. Yeah. If you're going to go and do that, it's, it's like, like going for a walk without a dog. <laughs> it's like oh, there's a weird bloke walking in the woods. He's got a dog. Fine. Yes. You know what? The, the amount of time we do that, you see someone walking towards you when you've got the dog. You think. Bit weird. I'm <laughs> there. There comes his dog, and yeah. suddenly he um, may still be a mad axe murderer. Yeah. <laughs> but as long as he's got a cockapoo behind him, yeah. he's all right with me. Same with sitting on the riverbank on your yeah. own, just on a just on a camping chair. Yeah, yeah. Caught a few perch, Paul. How are you getting on, Absolutely mate? What are you talking it? about? I'm not fishing. I just I like the concept of fishing. I ran, um, the, I ran the line this weekend, Paul. Oh, did you really? My son was playing yesterday. And, I've uh, done that a few times, and it's 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 surprising how quickly the, your own parents turn on you, isn't it? <laughs> yes. When you're running the line. Yeah. yeah. In the second half, I had to run in front of the other parents. Oh, okay. That's never I, good, is it? What I try and do is 
try and you know do a few gags to, to try and warm them up so when i really? inevitably give the wrong offside decision they, <laughs> they don't shout at me too much so i did a few i suppose one it's bloke a live was, audience at the moment isn't yeah, it? exactly yeah one bloke was filming it so i did a bit of var chat you know a bit of that which is right. really good were well, you not watching the game no, a bit <laughs> you've got the idea of what running the line means <laughs> but i made a bit of a fool of myself yeah one of the kids was called um lennon what first I, name? It's, yeah, first name, yeah. Oh, and I went, okay. oh, West I, I went. I'm so into football. So, so Gallagher's so doing a lot, Lennon, here. isn't he? I yeah, think. but I said, what? Aaron Lennon, Spurs fan, are you? Oh. And she went, no, <laughs> John Lennon. Oh. And I went, oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Why would anyone have called their child Lennon after Aaron well, Lennon? Might, you never there might be some Tottenham know. fans out there. Know. He had yeah. a very good career with us. Yeah. So um, Tiago Silva, as Andy mm. would, probably would have been telling us today, yeah. didn't have the, the best of hours, did he? <laughs> yes. In a Chelsea Some, shirt. Someone on Twitter, I should find the tweet. Wrote, you can't turn up and je m'appelle, je voudrais un croissant through the Premier League. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, he's, he's having English lessons five days a week uh, yeah. at the moment his English isn't stunning oh is he um, uh, yeah Tim but Vickery has often told us he's he's a fine player and he still thinks he can do it but he said he's not a leader of men mm. don't expect him to go he said he was one of the worst captains Brazil ever had oh really so he's he's that's not his but you know he'll get better he's still a class act it was a bad first day yeah, wasn't it so maybe it was a bit day. too soon for him yeah. and I thought we could do this afternoon I wonder yeah Who's had a bad first day? Okay. You've turned, my brother once told me a story of him turning up for his first day at A levels. You know what it's like when you're 17. Yeah. And you, you know, you're really nervous of yourself. And, and he turned up in some crepe soled shoes. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> first lesson, in he goes. It was raining. Went in, crepe soled shoes. Over he goes, onto his back. First lesson, first day, first minute. <laughs> Douche, fell over. And I thought, wow. oh, that's a bad... That's a way you, you only get impression. one chance to make a first impression. That's very true. So uh, let us know then your your very bad Tiago Silva-like first day in the job or whatever it was, maybe at school. You may be squirming even thinking about it, but you might feel better if you share it with the class. Yes. So talksport.com forward slash J. You can text to 81089. You can tweet to TSHNJ. Um, the producer was talking earlier on. He mentioned, I heard him shout across the office, the word Stefan Dalmat, <laughs> who was a short-lived Spurs player of not particularly great quality. Yeah. But uh, he, he, he pointed out to us that he had a signed Watford Spurs programme uh, with Stefan Dalmat's autograph oh, on it. Lovely. And What's I was that thinking, that, that comes under <laughs> the heading of something we did years ago, which was worthless memorabilia. Oh, lovely. That's, That's nice. <laughs> You look, you know, so we're going to be talking later on about a number plate, um, a football related number plate that, that could go for £200,000. Really? Which is quite Goodness amazing, me. isn't it? Was um, it Simon Jordan 1? SJ1. He could afford it. But um, we want to know maybe this afternoon about your completely worthless uh, um, bits of sporting memorabilia. Oh, yeah. The ones that spring to mind from last time we did it was um, this was Tony Potrack, an ex-Chelsea player of the 19th... I'm sorry, Tony, if you listen. <laughs> Tony Potrack, ex-Chelsea player of the 70s. Somebody had got his autograph oh, just nice. in a book. It was the only autograph in an autograph book. You remember you used to buy those <laughs> just little one, ones just from one. the stationery shop with the, kind of, the red thing with a bit of gilt around yeah, it. Lovely, yeah, lovely, They peaked early, though. They got Tony's. That was it. It's, <laughs> it's an empty, it's an empty uh, book apart from the names... Best wishes, Tony Potrack. <laughs> so, if is he, the uh, Tony Potrack a bit like the George Foreman grill? Is that, <laughs> I think is that yeah, what it is. That's what he should have gone into to, to put all your pots on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport.
The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We mentioned Thiago Silva didn't have the bad first day. Wasn't bad it, first day. Bad, and, bad and, first and day. the listeners have been sharing their bad first yeah, days. This it? is anonymous. Unfortunately, my first day in the office, I was in the kitchen and one of the directors spilt two mugs of boiling water over me. <laughs> I had to go straight to hospital and get the burn dressed and was off work for the rest of the week. I still got the burn marks today. Bit of a shame for that person on their yeah. first day. I mean, unless it was just someone in, in trying to get rid of them straight away. Um, there we are. Uh, we had a good one a minute. Uh, here it is. Yes. Uh, no, there it is. Afternoon, lads. Great show. Oh, didn't mean to read, read, read that bit. Embarrassing and awkward <laughs> moments. It's my first day in first year at the academy, mm. and it's all new, and you want to fit in. We're being introduced to music, and the teacher asks us, how many of us have recorders? Up shoots my hand. I'm in. Okay. Well, those who have recorders, please bring them in tomorrow, she says. I rush home, grab the recorder, ready for tomorrow. I'm sat in class. Teacher asks us to get our recorders out. Everyone else presents their sticks with holes in them, and I've got my tape recorder in my bag. <laughs> Still Back makes me cringe. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Charlie set up the idea of the Tiago Silva-like first bad day at the office yeah. and Simon the Arsenal fan has responded he said first day when I worked in an admin role we uh, we administered events and some, I somehow managed to delete the entire database <laughs> that contained all of the contacts that's, oh, that's brilliant isn't day it? You're one going, you're going to an admin role yeah, Nick in York first day in a new job got invited to play a cricket match early evening after work I was living in digs and at a loose end in the warm up I swung a ball off my feet in the outfield area and broke the new, <laughs> broke the nose of my new CEO on his way to the crease oh fantastic <laughs> Oh, no. Top work. Welcome. And Paul the cabbie said, oh, we asked you also about um, worthless memorabilia. Our producer told us uh, earlier oh, yeah. on that he had uh, a, a Spurs Watford programme signed by Stefan Delmat. <laughs> What's that worth? I mean, it's, it's be worth very little on, on eBay, I would think. One of the rare unsigned ones. I would think so, yes. Um, and Paul the cabbie said, I went to a pro-celebrity golf day at Beckenham Park when I was about eight. I took my autograph book and was very excited as I hunted the stars. On one hole, I got the autograph of a bloke called Bob Lott, and I then discovered he was raking the bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Not a lot. Uh, Talksport.com. <laughs> Not eight, Bob Lott. Text eight ten eighty nine or tweet the TS eight and J with uh, your, your fairly uh, worthless bits of sporting oh, nice. memorabilia, and indeed your, your bad Thiago Silva like first days. Of course the. Uh, Chelsea defender uh, lasted an hour. Uh, I mean, they came back, Chelsea, but it, it wasn't the it's tough when you're, It's tough when you're in your 30s, Paul, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's been a long time. It's difficult. Anyway, uh, Dancing on Ice uh, have announced Fantastic. that uh, Olympic skier turned uh, TV presenter Graham Bell and uh, indeed Olympic uh, hurdler. Um, Colin, uh, I've just I've gone completely. Colin Jackson. Colin Jackson. I just he's doing it, is he? I, can, I was going to say hurdles on ice. Gonna, I'd like to see I was that. Say Colin Bell. There's too many, <laughs> too many bells. Um, but it did, it did get us thinking. Um, being a skier, does that help you mm. as an ice dancer? I wonder. Exactly. Is it a slippery slope? Well, <laughs> Graham Bell joins us now. Good afternoon, Graham. <laughs> yeah, hi. How you doing? Good, thank you. Because you know, it's 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 you've, you've got to know how to skate, obviously, and and you've got to be fairly graceful and know how to dance. But uh, do you feel this is going to give you a bit of an advantage? You've got you've got the balance on the ice, haven't yeah, you? That'll help. Well, some, yeah, some people have said on social media, "Oh, yeah, he's cheating. He's a skier." <laughs> uh, there is a big difference between yeah. skiing and skating. 
And yeah, if anyone's seen me dance, they'll, they'll, then they'll know that there's no that, that there's going to be a lot of learning involved. That's for sure. You know, it's it's, it's kind of it's it, there are there are transferable skills. Yes, yeah. you, you slide. You're sliding on on uh, you know on two skis. You're sliding on two you know skates. Uh, but you know, there's a big difference between skiing and, and skating. How did you start? Yeah, how did you start skiing, Graham? Were you one of these people who does it when they're two? You know, before they can walk. I was yeah, I was growing up in Scotland. So my dad, my dad was in the air force. He was posted up to RAF Turnhouse, and uh, okay. we went up to Cairngorm and we we started skiing. I was five, my brother was six, and we just started skiing every weekend. And we actually had a caravan. We parked it at the base of the hill, and we'd go and live in the caravan over the weekend and uh, and just ski. And Fantastic. and yeah, that's how we got into it. And then you know, started racing when we were kind of ten, ten years old. The uh, can you um, skate anyway, uh, Graham, or not? Well, on the down days of when we were growing up, you know, and, and skiing in Scotland, and there were plenty of down days because it'd be too windy on the hill. Um, we tended to go to the ice rink and right. mess about, but it would be kind of messing about. We would crush a coke can if we couldn't find um, a hockey puck. We'd crush a coke can and then we'd use the curling brooms as sticks. <laughs> And we play kind of impromptu ice hockey with a crushed coke and uh, and, and curling brooms. Oh, okay. He was a great wrestler, wasn't he? Crusher Coke Can. <laughs> Crush he was, yes. I remember, yeah, in the 80s. Him and Big Daddy. Crusher. So, have you started kind of working on it yet? Have you started the ice dancing practice? Ready, ready for the well, lycra? I've started, a lot of, I've started a lot of stretching as well. Mm. Yeah. As well, because yeah, some of those like suits, they, they don't leave much to the imagination. <laughs> yeah. And when does the series start? When when does it start going out? Oh, we, I mean, we start training uh, in a couple of weeks, and right. then we, there's like training all the way up to Christmas, and then the first show is I think the 17th of January. Wow. So it's kind of like there's a big old training phase, and, and hopefully I can. Uh, you know, not just get good at skating, but be able to dance. Yeah. To dance as well. And have you been a fan of the show in the past? Have you seen, I think it was Goffy well, on it? No, David that, Seaman was, was on it, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, Goffy did uh, Strictly. When, I, watched, I watched it a lot when Shemi Alcott was on it. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh yes, of course, because yes. I worked with her on Ski Sunday, and, and she was just coming back from injury at the time. Uh, so she had, she had a broken leg when she did that show. Uh, but she still did pretty well. She had a broken and leg when she did Dancing on Ice. Yeah, they're hard shears. They don't mess about. She was recovering from the, this like massive injury she'd had. Um, of a, of a, she had a fractured... Yes, uh, I remember, yeah. Fib. Yeah, compound fracture of the fib and fib, and she was recovering yeah. from that. And I don't think it was fully knitted, but she had like a kind of like metal plate in her leg. Uh, and she did okay. She did okay. Yeah. How how is some skiing coping with lockdown COVID? Is it are they fine? Is, will there still be races and all sorts? There's going to be ski racing because the Austrians are definitely going to put ski racing on, and so are the Swiss. It's their national sport. Uh, the American leg of the tour, is, uh, North American legs of the tour, have already been cancelled. Uh, they've been moved to Europe. And I think that the, the racing will take place mostly in the Alps. Uh, there will be a little bit of a Scandinavian leg of the tour, uh, and they're they're working on ways of making it COVID, kind of COVID secure by maybe having two little tours and and splitting the speed disciplines from the technical disciplines, so that you know if there is an outbreak on one of the disciplines, then you know they can they can isolate that. So mm. they're still kind of working on it. Uh, there will be ski racing, 
um, the recreational side of skiing, um, you know, you can still book a holiday, but you might have to quarantine on the return. And I was talking to someone today from the, one of the tour operators, and you can get insurance to insure you to ski, but you won't get insurance to cover you if you get COVID while you're abroad. Um, so the one thing that they won't cover you for is COVID because you're going against uh, foreign office advice. If you were, say, to go to Austria right now um, and go skiing, uh, you you get insurance to ski, but you wouldn't get insurance to cover you in case you got COVID. Right. So it's kind of weird, and you're taking a bit of a risk. So, and also pay attention because it all may change. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Graham, way down. Best of luck on Dancing on Ice. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, Charlie, you'd probably be aware of these uh, things that you can get from uh, celebrities where they offer a personalised video message. Oh, yes, Cameo, it's called, yes. Is that? That's right, OK. And then you should you... do one, Paul. I think people would like that from you. <laughs> I think you should do one from Andy. <laughs> yeah. Andy could do them <laughs> yeah. in the aftermath of a Chelsea defeat. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah, have a great birthday. <laughs> I hate you and I hate the place you live in. Unless <laughs> you're a West Brom fan. Uh, yeah, but um, different people are doing it and uh, you can be 35 quid. And the interesting one, though, is adding... Uh, their name to the roster this week was Sooty. How nice. Sooty gives you... Official Sooty? He gives you, well, I guess, he gives you a, a, a message, along yeah, oh with yeah. Sweep, because obviously you need someone to do the talking. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise but, it's just a glove puppet waving the, at you. The person, <laughs> the person who wrote this uh, in The Sun, clearly not a Sooty fan, um, because uh, it, was, and it was a classic example of not being able to say the word sooty again okay. in a yes, short okay, report yeah. in, in tabloid uh, icons and etc. Um, yeah, so sooty is offering personalised messages, they said. The unique messages from the soundless yellow bear <laughs> and his dim doggy pal Sweep. Uh, is he dim? That's oh, he a, squeaks, doesn't he? Yeah, a blurb Sweep, on yeah. the celeb VM website. Was Sooty and uh, who was his girlfriend? Was it his girlfriend? Sue. Was Sue? Was were they an item? Well, I, 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 I mean, there were rumours because she was quite posh, wasn't she? He, he, she he, was. He'd married up. 
And then there was, was it Butch that... Hello, oh, Sooty. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, you came in and was a tough guy. you want a message from him, wouldn't you? It'd be oh, like yeah. the long Good Friday, <laughs> wouldn't it? Sue I put money in all your pockets. I think that'd be a lot birthday. of money for Sue leaving messages for some people. Yeah. Specialist market. So uh, if, you, if you're looking for a little uh, 35 quid birthday message from Sooty, alternatives are Shirley Ballas off Strictly. Oh, yeah. Bill Roach off Corrie. Lovely. So William, would you, yeah, I mean, yeah, lovely. You, would you no fancy... One would, no one would want it, Paul. Well, yes, they would. And <laughs> <laughs> put yourself down. This is the thing. No one, no one would, no one would put be interested. Down, oh, I'm happy to ring people and wish them happy birthday anyway. <laughs> yeah. You're I not don't, gonna... I'm not going to charge for it. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, um, and by the way, when you're next down in the West Country, I believe oh, yeah. uh, the singing sensation Joss Stone comes from the West oh, Country. Oh, yeah. Um, next time you're down to Charlie, if if um, uh, you're walking behind Joss, cross oh, yes. the road. Because uh, <laughs> she said in the paper today that um, always when she walks down the street, she has her keys in her hand ready to stab someone in the neck. I saw that. <laughs> she's learnt well. She's obviously from them. Is that, she's North Devon, isn't she? Oh, They're right. like that up there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. get away from behind me. Is it is it that rough round there? I mean, is I don't it? Know, bits of North Devon are very nice, but some of it. Whew. Really, I mean, it's no West Devon. <laughs> okay, no one's ever been to West Devon. I, I will belt your superior <laughs> knowledge of uh, of different parts of Devon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. A Liverpool number plate uh, it could be going for up to two hundred thousand. Pounds, <laughs> LFC one, and we have a potential buyer in the studio. I'm up for it. <laughs> Actor and Liverpool fan David Morrissey. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm very. That reminds me of that Viz thing that was uh, said. The guy sent in a letter saying, "Why are people paying all this money for personalised number plates when it's only twenty five pounds to change your name by deed?" Signed X four seven nine four six. Well, yeah. 200 grand, that's a bit much. Well, it went for, I think it went for 50 or it was up for 50 a couple of years ago, but it's gone up a lot since since they've won the title. Wow. So, you know, yeah, well, if you're Ian Rush, you might have that sort of money sitting well, around. Or yeah. Kenny Dalglish, yeah, you know, exactly, you might. Yeah, yeah well, certainly. Jim Beglin. <laughs> Jan Mulby <laughs> might be interested. They in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I think most. Ronnie are, Whelan's in. It's probably David I think it's, of, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a David James thing. I think LFC won, isn't it? I mean, he's. Yeah. After a strictly success. See if he's got 200 grand spare we'll ask him a little <laughs> bit later on so yeah good to see you you've, uh, you've been uh, busy um, mm-hmm. we can see you on on the TV at the moment on uh, Sunday nights on uh-huh. uh, ITV the Singapore Grip yeah we filmed that last year that's before Covid obviously we were out in Kuala Lumpur we filmed it out there in a place called um, Langkawi in the north of the country so that's based on a novel by J.G. Farrell and it's about a like um, 1941 colonial family in Singapore just before the Japanese invade, and mm. it's a story of how they sort of cope with life out there. It's quite a satirical look at that, uh, but it does have a seriousness to it as well. Yeah, nice uh, bit of moustache acting. You like you like donning them. Did you I grow did. that, or went did you for, stick that it's on? It's all my own work. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, I went for the soonest look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was all my own work. It's it's. I don't know whether you've ever sported a tash. It's I, quite, I, only for November, but I I, I look. I looked, it didn't work. You end up yeah. with your breakfast all down your front. You know what <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I didn't like it, but it was a. I had a ceremony sort of taking off of it you know yeah but it was horrible we all we all basically we all take them off bit by bit and we we let's be honest we when, you take a, it. when you you'll take a tash it. off yeah, we, 
<laughs> you, you can't help yourself. Yeah, you're you're running towards the middle. You're yeah. very hirsute anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, now and again, yeah. I just had a, a mistake with my beard clippers. Oh, so right. I ended up with a moustache. But yeah, it's fine. did you feel like when you shaved it off, you had a massive top lip? Well, of course, because also because uh, I was in a very hot country, I shaved it off and I just had a big white mark yeah. on my top lip. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I have a red face and a big white a big, mark. So big glass of milk. It was yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. And you've uh, got a new podcast as well. I have, yeah. So, you know, one of the things for me, I've been for a long time, I get asked to go to schools and talk about being an actor and stuff. And um, even now, you know, a lot of kids feel that acting isn't for them. They they feel that if they're from a state education school, that they feel that acting is very highfalutin and all that. And I just wanted to talk about the job, really, about what the job is and what it entails. So I got a couple of mates around and we knocked it about and stuff. And then I put up this podcast called Who Am I This Time? And we have people like Eddie Marzan, uh, John Sim, um, Anne-Marie Duff. And this week we've got David Harewood. And they just talk about one specific job. They talk about how they got the role, what it was like preparation for it, what it's like your first day on set. Mm. And then how you conduct yourself on set. Because a lot of the time when I'm working now, you know, people are on set for the first time and they haven't got a clue. No one's ever told them how to sort of be or what to do, you know. So really that was uh, why I set it up. But of course what came out of it is some great tales and stories about what it's like. Last week we had Liz Carr who is in Silent Witness and she's an actress, a comedian, but she's also a campaigner for disability rights and she's wheelchair bound. And her stories about what it was like for her working on a BBC drama in a wheelchair and, you know, the things that they just didn't think about that she had to sort of point out to them, you know. A real revelation for me. Yeah. So it's been a real great thing for me to do. That's mm. one of the beauties of a podcast, isn't it, is that if you go on to a chat show, say, they'll want your five best stories with the biggest punchlines. But, but you're also but, there to promote something, a bit like yeah, me here today. But, but, but with with a podcast, you've got time. You want the nuts and bolts. You yeah. want you want the nuance and the, and the niche bits, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and also you can spend time. I mean, you know, that, that interview thing now sort of on telly, it's always about promotion it's like you've got to talk about the product whereas Mm. on a podcast people can ruminate a bit more it's like a bit more like the old days really and we do have adverts but they're not interrupting the flow of the conversation so I've loved doing it and we'll do more we're doing the second season it's gone down really really well so it's been something because of COVID, I've had to do sort of via Zoom and sort of telephone and stuff. But mm. the quality is really good, I think. I, th- I think it's great for actors, actually. There's a, f- a few actors doing podcasts now and doing a few yeah. more things. I think it's great for a- young actors, especially, to learn to be proactive and to learn <laughs> to make their own own pro- products yeah. so they know a bit more about themselves when they go into a job. Absolutely, and how to get out there, really. I mean, for me, nobody ever told me. I didn't know. There was nobody from an acting background in my background. You know, nobody was able to tell me how to work. And so that's what I wanted this to be, was people could tune in, find out what the job is. You know, uh-huh. There's a lot of mystery surrounding. And of course you need talent to do what, you, what I do, but you need, sometimes it's just the nuts and bolts of how to get into the job itself, yeah. how to get the job in the first place, and then how to conduct yourself through that. You know, So that was the reason for it. And we, I, ha- we do have a laugh in some of the stories. Yeah, I listened to the Alan Cumming one. He was yeah. talking about Cabaret a lot on, on, on Broadway, which yeah. was very interesting. Well, he yeah. did it for, I mean, he did Cabaret <clears throat> for over three decades. Mm. I mean, not obviously for the whole time. Yeah. But, you know, at various times in his life. And he was able to talk about that show and also his life, how it changed through that. And he got mm. to Broadway and he suddenly became the toast of Broadway yeah, and yeah. how he slightly went a bit crazy with that. And then the third time he came back, his life was a lot more settled. He was married uh, and he was settled down in upstate New York. He had a life and he was able to bring something else to it. So mm. 
those the, that type of insight I think is invaluable. What what about that sort of self doubt aspect? As you get more well known, you get better parts, and you find you 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 get a you get a role, and you're in there with established actors that you've probably watched on stage and on film on TV. Having the belief to go up there and, and sort of say, okay, yeah, I, I can I can live in this company. Is I mean, yeah. it's probably a bit like sport, isn't it? I would. It think, is like sport, but it doesn't get any easier. I mean, you know, I did think as a young actor this would get easier that the nerves would go, that my insecurities would go but they don't they get bigger as you go you know no. because it's such an insecure profession mm. and the, you know there's lots of actors who suddenly the phone stop ringing for them and it's just a sense of that always hanging over you so there is a sense of needing to sort of get in the front foot yourself and go and get the work but it is an insecure profession and there must be something about that that I like because you know I've stayed in the job for so long but you do have a lot of self-doubt or I do anyway mm. and, and you know I'm constantly questioning what I'm doing and how I'm doing it but I think that's you know true of lots of people and then you have you know you have your mates around you and people around you who can help you with that but it is it does, um, and you know, just because you're on show all the time. I mean, you yeah. know, so, like when I was doing The Walking Dead, Andy Lincoln never watches himself. He just can't watch himself. Wow. And I do watch myself because <clears throat> I feel that that's where I learn. Yeah. But if you looked at, just imagine looking in the mirror all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's sort of quite strange <laughs> that you look at yourself in different ways. So it can sort of uh, knock you off your centre. If Donald Sutherland saying that as well, he never watched any of his films. Never, mm. never watched them back. No interest in it. Uh, but it's it's odd. I mean, I, I I tend to agree with you. You'd want to watch it as a young actor. I think yeah, it's essential yeah, yeah. because sometimes you feel that you're thinking an emotion, but when you watch it, it's just coming across differently. I think it. I used to watch everything when I was younger. Mm. I think to make it like a, a footballer. To, for actors to find that longevity in their careers, like a, a nippy winger will suddenly have to learn how to play as a, a as a slower yeah. midfielder or or drop drop back. Mm. Those transition between ages mm -hmm. and casting brackets become. So you might have started out as a young. Pretty ingenue, I don't know. I David. was, yes. I was very, not very that long ago. Pretty John. neat. You making, <laughs> and then you go into the sort of dad yeah. era, don't you? And then yeah. you suddenly, go I've, got, little, I've yeah. got a friend whose dad died eight times in in in, yes, in, in, lot in lots of different films, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but, so so finding those transitions between age groups. But also the sports analogy is quite interesting because it's actually about the world. You love the world, so it's a bit like ex-players either going in the, into punditry or management or coaching or so. You want to be part. It's, yeah. a, it's all you know but it's you're there because you love it yeah mm. so it's about tr trying to find other ways of staying in that game that you love so much that's what it is for me but it is uh, as i said it doesn't get easy as you get older it does yeah. it tends to get harder um and liverpool wise it, oh. it's been obviously it was fantastic to win the title from your point of view but yeah. what have you made of the start of the season um, well, well, so far? i've been delighted by our start i mean mm. i thought after the you know the community shield with arsenal i was a little bit worried but then and um you know i i mean i think it's early days it will be i saw heard danny murphy making the point about the lack of crowd would probably affect liverpool more than a, a club like man city but mm. i don't really see that happening mm. i think klopp is your crowd if you're mm. on the pitch you yeah. know he's the person you're looking for for encouragement he's the person who you know you're looking for for that noise mm. um so i think we're all right i mean it's very tentative i am I, adrian durham sort of said that we'd lose four of our first five games so i'm very happy about that <laughs> you can see him on the way oh, i will, yeah. couple, I will remind great, him about yeah. it a <laughs> couple of great signings though as well that's yeah, yeah really i mean jota is a bit i mean i'm not too you know <clears> up with his even though he would play for a premier league side 
said, mm. oh, you know, I'm waiting for that. That's an, that was an interesting signing, particularly how much we paid for him. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. But, yeah, I think and Klopp is very good at that stealth signing. You know, you don't yeah. really hear a lot of We're rumors. not signing anyone. Yeah. Oh, we've signed And then Charter. they are with two great, great signings. Well, with Thiago, we, we all thought that was going to happen. Then it went a bit quiet. But yeah. that it represents great business. And then he it? just slotted right yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It's amazing and to watch, it, You know, it? it's identifying the player you want, the position you want, and mm. just going for it. And he's always been. And if you can't get that player, then just back off. Yeah. You know, I think that is it. Don't try and fill that role with somebody lesser than you think. But of course, it's a blue half of Merseyside that's top of the table. Yeah. Isn't it? Really? Or is it Leicester, oh, Leicester, Leicester top of the table? Yeah, yeah they're, doing, they're doing rather well, though. Ever. Really? Not I haven't looked at that. <laughs> uh, I didn't notice. I haven't had any texts or tweets or anything about the, the Everton side of yeah. My brother's an Evertonian and all his kids. So, yeah, I got my phone's always pinging. And then, of course, the Derby's coming up. So, it's. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. all about it. So Origi, I'm hoping, is going to be fit for that because he always does well against uh, against the Blues. Oh, yeah. yeah, there was some talk about him going. At well, that felt mad. Why would you Why would you let him go? I think he's a great... I, mean, I always only, worry about yeah. those rumours, though. Yeah. Are they agent rumours? Are they there to destabilise? He might want to go. He might, he might not want to yeah, sit on the bench. The, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But, but there's a, you know, it's a great side. You're going to win with us, so, you know. But And he gets enough games, so... But, I, I mean, you know, that's up to him. But I do think he's a, he's a really great signing. Yeah. And, and I was there, of course, you know, when he scored the final goal that one. Yeah, so as I so, saw you there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Try to avoid avoid eye contact on the way. Out. <laughs> um, so, um, who am I this time? The podcast. Yes, the podcast. So people can yeah, download that's that. That's on there. It comes out at nine a.m. on a Wednesday, and they can download that at Spotify, Apple, and all the usual places. Yeah. And uh, you're filming again on so Britannia. Yeah, we're in the middle of our third season. We've just gone back to work, so we're in our fourth week. It's all very COVID friendly we're all tested and we have these COVID marshals who are really brilliant on set so we're able to do what we need to do and that's been really joyful for all of us really. Excellent David lovely to see you as always Brilliant Appreciate Thank you, you coming much. in Thanks very much We'll catch up with you soon The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport There we are That was this afternoon's show We uh, return tomorrow Andy you uh, Sorry Charlie you don't I'm, I'm, I'm having a Andy's nail Andy's back It's yeah. alright Andy, Andy Jacobs But you'll back be tomorrow. back on Saturday Back won't on you? Saturday with Max Yes 9 to 11 The game day warm up Fantastic And I'll uh, catch up with you tomorrow With Andy from one Thanks for listening You've been listening To the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast Hear the guys Every weekday Between 1 and 4pm On TalkSport Flexibility is great That's why there's yoga Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.